Welcome to the Ghost Podcast. Today, I have two very special guests. I have two women entrepreneurs who have started a new business that I'm really excited to introduce to you guys and talk about today. I have Billy Prisby and Melissa Gross, who have founded and created the new dating app called My Little Black Book. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I would really love to have you guys tell your story. What led you to start this company? What led up to it? What were your motivation? What's the whole founding story behind it? Okay. Well, Billy and I were working together and we became friends through an office that we worked at. And we start one day we were having a phone conversation. I'll make it pretty quick and simple. And I've been on and off dating sites. Billy also has been on off dating sites. Um, she mentioned she actually met her husband online. And um, so she was familiar with the dating apps. And one day we were having a conversation and I was on multiple dating apps at the time. And I was talking to multiple people. This one particular time I was talking to like three different Steves. And while I was talking to Billy, I I was getting a message from one and I was texting him back and I kind of got them confused and I texted the wrong thing to the wrong person. So he said to me, well, if you can get your men straight, I'll take you out for a glass of wine. So I proceeded from there. I spoke to, I said to Billy, I was on the phone with her while I was getting the text messages back and forth. And I said to her, you know, oh shoot. I said, I just wrote the wrong thing to the wrong person. Well, that's embarrassing. I'm sure we've all done that. And I said to her, I wish there was a way that we can organize this and put this into one place. So my mindset was something like Expedia. Billy has um, some, she's into social media and she has a lot of experience in social media. So she, will tell you from her, from going from there, how she, what her thoughts were. Yeah. So when Melissa was talking about this, just to back up, like I, my husband and I, we've been together for 18 years. So I met him before the age of the actual apps on your phone where you could take everything with you. So it was already overwhelming and it could get confusing and scary, to be honest with you, to go out with somebody that's a complete stranger you're meeting online. And I was shocked to be honest with you, that they hadn't found a productivity app yet to kind of streamline all of these dating apps. Um, That's what we are. We're a productivity app for daters. So we're just kind of trying to give them the tool. So as Melissa was talking, she was talking about Expedia. So I got what she was saying as far as the look of it, but the functionality, we really needed something more like Hootsuite or Sprout Social. So anyone who does anything with social media marketing, you know that any of those platforms, you literally can post to all of your social media at the same time. You can organize all your social media in one spot. So that's immediately, that's what I thought. I'm like, how do they not have something like this? They have productivity apps for everything, but not for dating. So that's pretty much where it all came from. Just one conversation in one night. And then my little black book was born that night. So Melissa, I have a follow-up question for you. What was in the text you sent to the wrong Steve? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I honestly I can't remember because I've done it so many times. I've done it so many times. It was frustrating. Um yeah. I wish I can remember that exact comment. But I do remember his comment was I would if you can get your menstruate, I'll take you out for a glass of wine. I actually yeah. unfortunately, well, I'm with somebody now I met through a dating app, but at that time. You know, you're talking to so many people, some you're interested in, sometimes you're not interested, but you just kind of talk. Sometimes it's really just for own entertainment purposes, which is, you know, kind of gets us into the whole ghosting thing as well. But um, that particular time, I can't remember, but I've done it before where I've spoken to three different Johns and I made a date with one, but I wasn't sure who I was actually meeting. You know, Mm -hmm. I've done that before, too, which is very embarrassing as well. 
So um, it's happened so many times. I can't remember the comment other than the embarrassment that I felt afterwards. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So what have you guys found? What is the average number of dating apps one person will have? That stat was actually shocking. It was, we assumed just because we had been on a few, at least minimally three ourselves at one point or another, or another, but it said it went up to 11, but Melissa and I found with beta testing, we had some that had as many as 20. Wow. How, how? (laughs) I know. uh, That's, that's crazy. They have spreadsheets. Melissa and I found this out through our research. They literally (laughs) have Excel spreadsheets. So for some of these people, this is a dating game. Yes, they are trying to find the one because it is a numbers game. But I feel, again, it's not quantitative. We're trying to get that data that we need with this ghosting issue. Um, But we're finding that if you have all these people on this spreadsheet, it's probably very disposable to some of these. Not all, but some some of the people that are dating chronically, they're just like, ah, there's another one out there. I mean, it's, you know. Purely not scientific, but, you know, on our part, just what we saw in the market research. Yeah, the swipe culture. I think that's a good point. If somebody has 20 dating apps, they're going to (laughs) be so less incentivized to try to see something through because they just have so many options they're looking at. But aren't the same people on all those apps? That's what I found. If I try to add more apps, I'm like, it's all the same people. What's the point? Pretty much. Same as well. Absolutely. Well, what we found out also is a lot of these um, apps, they're all under dating umbrellas. So, you know, for example, if you have somebody like Match Group, you know, they have Tinder, they have Hinge, they have, you know, the Plenty of Fish, you know, uh, the biggest and and most used apps out there. Um, And then you have uh, Spark Network, you know, where they have eHarmony and they have all these uh, other no dating conglomerates. And the same thing with um, Meet Group, same thing. They have Meet Me you know, and all of their, you know, uh, apps, you know, so Christian Mingle will fall under like Spark Network, like it's, they're all funneling in at some point or another, uh, which I figured that out when I was dating my husband, you know, uh, before I even met him, I was like, wow, you're right. Like everybody's on these apps. But I also figured out later in life, obviously, that doing this project with Melissa, that they're all connected in one uh, way, shape or form. Yeah, that's that's an interesting point to bring up. I don't know if a lot of people know that, that a lot of these apps are owned by the same company. No, I was going to say, I know from my experience that I went on multiple apps because I, you know, there's millions of people at your fingertips, which keeps them, you know, keeps a lot of people on them because it's so hard because you feel like somebody's going to be better from another app or, you know, you want to talk to this one that might be better than the next one. But I always felt that being on multiple apps gave me more opportunities. Mm hmm. Again, going back to the business side of the dating apps is keeping people single and on the apps longer. But let's talk about what your app does. Can you explain it to us? Can you walk us through what the experience is like and what people who use the app can expect? Yeah, it's uh, so the whole premise for us was to make dating more organized, safer, and fun. So our the point of our app is for users who are dating a lot of people to kind of you know put them into the my little black book phone book um they can make na- uh, notes on each of their dates so they never have a confusing moment like Melissa's talking about again so from the point of contact all the way down through your dates so you actually make your dates through our app um you're able to organize all of your dates by dating app by social media app or out and about so this isn't just for online dating this is just the market we are going after initially this is just your dating life as a whole 
Um, so you're able to organize everything by how you met these people, how, uh, you know, your little notes that you want to remember. So when you go on a date, you just click your contact and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. He has an eight year old son, Brandon, and he just had a, you know, world series, a baseball game or, you know, whatever it is. So you can kind of go back and reflect. Then you can also put them in our patent pending uh, digital dating buckets. So we have a hard no just for fun and a potential. So a lot of these apps now currently have, like, like you said, swipe, swipe, left, swipe, right. There's no really like in between, you know, because there are some people, you know what you do have fun with. Maybe it won't turn into anything, but why not, you know, be friends, even if that doesn't happen, you know? And then we have partnerships with um, Open Table, so you can make your reservations, uh, or you could do a manual reservation with the geo tracking. Uh, then we also have Ticketmaster to go to a local event. And you know, if you're out and you just feel like the date's going well, uh, you can also get a room through one of our other partners' uh, hotels. Now, for the ladies out there, really the first thing you should do if you're really afraid of online dating because it does keep a lot of women and you know from online dating because you just don't really know who you're meeting we do have the options to get a hushed phone number which is an incognito burner number so you could initially get that and that way you can communicate when you're off of the apps and not feel worried um, and then if it's going well then you could just you know obviously give them your real phone number uh, some other people are very nervous about who they're going out with. So we do have an option for an in-app purchase for background checks. So they're able to do that. And then also while they're on the date are always free check-in, check-out safety feature. It's always free. So what you'll they'll do is when they show up to the date, they have a safety contact they've already saved in their profile. They're going to send their notification to their safety contact. It tells them who they're with, how long they're expected to be there, their exact geolocation and name of the establishment. And then when the date is over, it will text their safety contact again, saying that A, they're either home safely, there's different options they could choose from, or they can manually input uh, where they're going or what they're doing. Um, and then after that, they can go ahead and rate their date. So, you know, it's better to get it when it's raw. Soon as the date happens, you're going to rate the date um, before you wake up in the morning and you try to rationalize <laughs> something maybe you really didn't like the night of the date. So it gives you a push notification to go ahead and start rating your date. So you have six um, you know, choices. You could do that. Eventually, we'll go ahead and um, you know, have those customized. But at the moment, we have the ones through the market research that we felt would be the most useful. Yeah. So that sounds awesome. It sounds like you've, you've really thought of everything top to bottom from the dating perspective. Um, how do you get your dates into the app? Is it integrated directly? So what I was going to mention um, was that you've already made the connection on the dating sites. And at that point, you're already communicating to your phone. So what when you download the app, you can auto-populate them from your from your messages or you can manually put them in. You have both options. So you have to get their phone number to be able to use the app? Yes, as now, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. I, we plan to have, you know, actually, eventually it'll uh, go from the apps into our app. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's talk a little bit about the research that you did leading up to this app, because you told me uh, when we spoke previously, you had spent a few years doing some research. And part of that was why did people go? So why did people go? No content. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about what your uh, what you did with that research and what your findings were? Sure. We did pull up a lot of research and we were just trying to figure this out. It's like the elusive, you know, 
ghosting, you know, not just through uh, statistics, but also through real life asking, just asking, you know, uh, we're doing brainstorming sessions and, you know, just really trying to find out for real users, not just for reports, you know, that are being populated by, you know, of course, the top people in the industry, but we really wanted to hear it from actual users. And it's so funny. It's all over the place. It's some people think it's completely acceptable way to break up with somebody, essentially. Um, other people, um, guys particularly, I found how hurt they get by it, to be honest with you. We've had a few that we've spoken to that it was really like they were genuinely looking for the one and they really thought they had these solid connections and like they were let on. And then, um, you know, then they just stopped communicating. I feel like, uh, you know, they're just like, what, what in the world is going on? Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be a number of things, obviously it's how many people you have. You're so desensitized at that point. It's just like, who cares? And you just get off of the apps. Others could be bots. Um, I mean, there's just, you know, we had so many different angles. So what Melissa and I decided to put on our app is if you decide that you don't want to go on a date, we're asking, we we're just asking our users, like, why, why did you ghost? You know, you're talking, everything's going great. You can see that, but you just decided to not reach out anymore, not go on a date, not show up. And so we're really just trying to get real tangible data so we could start making suggestions, you know, to the dating app industry as well. You know, that way they could maybe, you know, look at these personality traits. Now, you know, this is just, again, one more thing to add to it because, you know, these, they've been in the industry for 30 years, you know, so they know what they're doing, but with this ghosting issue, um, it's a real issue that's happening. Um, so we just, you know, want to try to help in any way we can to minimize it. Will we get rid of it? Absolutely not. Of course, we know that. But at least we can minimize it and give daters real tools that they could use to try to minimize it. Yeah, because p people don't realize is there's the emotional and the psychology of being ghosted. Um just to be in a, rela a relationship is a connection between two people. It doesn't mean you actually met that person. You could have just made the connection online and you're going back and forth. But then there's the feeling, you know, like of rejection. You know, you get, you feel like you have this, you know, you're going back and forth and you have this great conversation. All of a sudden you don't hear from the person again. And for some people that, that makes them feel bad. It's a, it's a bad feeling. Yeah, the best way to think about My Little Black Book, not just being a productivity app, but we're a solutions-based app. So everything that we're doing is trying to put, you know, for the men who don't want to go here, go there, make all their dates, everything, the one spot for them. For women, uh, our solutions-based is safety. You know, whether it's the always free safety check-in, check-out, getting an incognito number, or even doing a background check. And our next add-on is going to be um, to have a panic button where if you feel threatened, all you have to do is hit this panic button. It goes to a person who's highly trained to assess the situation. And because you've already sent your safety contact, who you're with and where you're going, that information goes directly to our dispatch. And the dispatch at that point assesses and says, okay, yes, I'm going to send the authorities to you right where you are right now, because they will have that information. Yeah, that. I think there's two key components to what you just said. There's the whole mental health aspect of dating and ghosting is a is a big part of that. But there's even this um, rejection violence where if you know, you're chatting with someone and it doesn't go well, that they can just lash out and say things that they would never say to your face online. 
And then the safety thing is obviously huge for women. One of the podcasts I listen to, they always say that uh, a man, a man's greatest fear on a dating app is getting catfished and a woman's greatest fear is being murdered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's some truth. It's true. Yeah. There's some truth to it. There's definitely truth to it. I think it's, I think it's really interesting to think about the possibilities of the information that you'll be able to gather from this. Again, circling back to the whole mental health issues with dating. And can you talk a little bit more? So you, you're going to ask people if they don't want to date, why don't, why didn't they go? But are you also going to do questions on how was the date and try to gather some of that data? Yeah. So that's what the rate your date is. So the, we're get, gathering that data, uh, you know, just from the first interaction that they have in a real life, you know, face to face or, or, you know, even a virtual date. Uh, so yeah, we're definitely gathering that information. Um, and you know, what's really cool, you know, Willis and I thought about this, you know, we're doing something that even the dating apps haven't been able to do uh, to date, which is we're going to be comparing the online personas with the real life personas. So you have people who are being met online, but those same people you're going to have there out and about that's attached to their profile. So we're going to actually be able to compare, you know, apples to oranges for the first time, you know, statistically, which to date, nobody's been able to do in the dating industry. So we're going to say, okay, yes, we know this is how we think they act behind a keyboard, but now we're going to have tangible data to back up our assertions of how different somebody is meeting a person as opposed to behind a keyboard. Yeah, that's so interesting because all the data out there now is all just about the people using the apps. There's really nothing beyond what happens mm-hmm. after that. After, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So we're really, you know, excited about that. You know, we really, like I said, we're solutions based. We really want to make it more fun, more organized, and safer for daters out there. And you know, uh, very statistical person myself, and we're Melissa and I are both very uh, driven to solve problems, and that's just what we're here to do. Uh, Melissa and Billy, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited about the possibilities of this app. It sounds um, like an amazing idea you've come up with. Where can our listeners find you? Okay, uh, we're exclusively uh, right now in the Google Play Store. Uh, that's where we did a lot of our testing, and our next step is going to be on iOS. So for now, we're on the Google Play Store. You can find us on www.mlbb.rocks, and of course, we're on all the social media platforms. Great, and I'll link that in the show notes. And actually, I have an Android, so I did download the app. Awesome. So yeah, I'm excited to try it out. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Really appreciate your insight. I love hearing founder stories and looking forward to what comes next for you. We thank appreciate- you so much for having us. And listeners, you can find us online at theghostpodcast.com or on Instagram at the ghost podcast stories, or you can send us an email at theghostpodcaststories.com. Thank you for listening.